When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate and the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple. And when their parents brought in the child to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for the revelations to the Gentiles, and glory for your people, Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you have my homily notes? My notes. So does anyone know what the number one fear in America is? So surveys are often done to see what people fear the most, and uh, they came up with results. So do you know what the number one fear is? What is it? Terrorism. No, it's not number one. Well, number one fear for Americans? Fear of dying. That's number two. Number one fear? Not money. Public speaking, very good. So the number one fear is public speaking. So even afraid of death is public speaking. Do you happen to know? Can you see if my homily notes are back there? So uh, speaking of, I don't have my notes right now. So um, the number one fear is public speaking. I think the, the, the fear of public speaking is that people are going to be so upset with what you say they're going to kill you. So even behind the number one fear, I think that the fear is death. This is kind of funny. At my last Mass, someone um, finally said they're, they're ready for hearing aids because I asked what the number one fear in America is. And she thought, well, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's Father Michael. He's probably trying to bring in relevant things. She thought I said, what is the number one beer in America? <laughs> she, and she yelled out, Miller. It's Miller time. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not talking about beer. I'm going to talk about fear. Okay, because the number, thank you, the number one fear ultimately is, is death. And we hear about this in the, in the book from Hebrews. So uh, in the letter to Hebrews, the letter is written to this fear, this fear that we all have a dying. So first of all, I just want to ask you, are you afraid to die? Do you have a fear of dying? Um, whether or not we, we think we do or we don't, chances are we probably in our subconscious have this fear of, of what it will be like to die. So we hear about this in, in the letter to Hebrews. Since the children share in blood and flesh, Jesus likewise shared with them that through his death he might destroy the one who has power of death, that is the devil, and free those who through fear of death had been subject to that slavery all their life. So I want to repeat that line. Jesus came to free those who through fear of death had been subject to that slavery all their life. So he came to free us from this slavery, from this fear of death that we have. 
Because he himself was tested through that, what he suffered, he is able to help those who are being tested. So Jesus, because he suffered and died, he is able to help us suffer and die. In the, in the middle of the 90s, um, Ted Koppel did a, a show on Maury Schwartz. And if that name isn't familiar, he is the Maury of the book Tuesdays with Maury. So that book, Tuesdays with Maury, would be on the bestsellers, New York Times bestsellers list for four years in a row. And uh, it was the number one bestseller. So I'm just going to read to you some of the inspiration that um, Mitch Album had in writing the book. So he's describing Maury. Dancing ended for Maury Schwartz in the last few years, as did nearly every other physical activity. Driving, walking, bathing, going to the bathroom, even wiping the tears from his eyes. He was hit with Lou Gehrig's disease, a killer that takes the pieces of your life the way a dealer takes the cards off the blackjack table. Your nerves die, your muscles go limp, your arms and legs become useless, even swallowing is a chore. By the end, the only thing untouched is your mind. For most people, this is more of a curse than a blessing. For most people. My disease, Maury once said, lying in the chair in his West Newton, Massachusetts study, is the most horrible and wonderful death. Horrible because, well, look at me. He cast his eyes down to in his ragged, shrunken body. But wonderful because of all the time it gives me to say goodbye and to figure out where I am going next. And where is that? He was asked. He grinned like an elf. I'll let you know when I get there. Before it was over, his message would spread from the quiet house in the suburban Boston to the farthest reaches of the broadcast world, thanks largely to three appearances that he did with Ted Koppel's ABC Nightline. Koppel, Ted, Ted Koppel, like most visitors, met Maury one day, and he was hooked. After the program aired, Maury's mail flooded with letters. And some people actually flew across the ocean to spend just a few minutes with him by his side. As his death approached, and he went from using a walker to a wheelchair to eating through a straw, some began to see him as a mystical, a human bridge between this world and the next. Others simply felt comfortable being in his presence with his smile in the face of our worst nightmare. And as his days on earth dwindled, his influence grew. For those of you that are, maybe know somebody with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, it's such a, a kind of a horrifying disease because the body begins to shut down and it starts with the feet. They lose, uh, first of all, their ability to walk, and then they lose their ability, their, their, their legs, and then their bowels, and then they lose their ability even to use their hands and their arms. But the brain still functions perfectly. And then before you know it, they begin to lose ability of their speech. And Maury, as he was doing these interviews with Ted Koppel, he said, I want you to come back. And the last time you're going to come back, I'm going to tell you when it's getting very bad. You know, at the end, when I'm still able to compose myself and speak, that'll be the last time I'm with you. And so over these, these three interviews, Ted Koppel got the, the privilege of, of asking Maury some very difficult penultimate questions about what it means to to suffer, and what it means to die. And one of the lines that Maury said, I think, that is so beautiful is, don't let go too soon, 
but don't hang on too long. Find the balance. He talks about what it means to let go little by little, bit by bit. And the truth is, for all of us, we're all in our lives dying. You know, throughout our whole lives, we're called to let go little by little, bit by bit. And so these, these uh, maxims that I'm going to read to you now, I'd like you to just keep that in mind, what it means to die 